Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Super Bowl is upon us. A new Cleveland Brown is in the Hall of Fame. And we got some hot picks coming up right now on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. The sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. Cut back by Chubb. He's to the 10. He's still running to the 5. He dips outside left. He's going in. Touchdown. What a run. Nick Chubb. It's going to be sick. Happy Super Bowl, everybody. One day the Browns will be there. I just know it. I just know it. Welcome. Hope everyone's getting ready for the big game, getting ready to have some fun, all that good stuff. Make sure you're subscribing. Click the notification bell on Twitter at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns on Twitter at AndyMCSports on Instagram. I want to know who you think is going to win. Who's going to win the big game? You got Eagles, you got Chiefs. Who do you got? Who do you got? By how much? You doing any of the props? You doing the over-under national anthem? I think it's set at uh, two minutes, two seconds. Uh, The Rihanna uh, song totals I saw is at eight and a half. The under pays more. It's plus 200. You got uh, uh, heads, tails, picks, the color of Gatorade. I'll I'll get to a Gatorade one in a moment, um, which I'm strangely kind of into this Gatorade prop pick this year for some reason. So we'll talk and get some inside info perhaps some some betting expertise from my guy andrew hustler patterson from winnipeg sports talk but he is a huge better one of the best in the biz he's uh, internationally ranked he's going to be at the super bowl as well but we'll talk to hustler in a little bit longtime friend of mine and he just uh, he knows his stuff so you want to make sure you stay tuned for that but on brown's news guys how about despite another disappointing season one good thing at the Hall of Fame Awards, it was announced our guy, Joe Thomas, into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. First ballot, as we knew he would be. You see up there. Look, I got the bubble. I'm going to get it for you. I should have got it before. Look at that. I got this right after he retired. I was at the ceremony where um, at the Browns game where uh, they put up in the banner that snap count, the 10,363 consecutive snap count. Got a little Joe Bobble. Huh? There you go. Got a little Joe. So we got him and autograph Joe Thomas picture. That came from our friends at the Cleveland Browns when um, I was at their training camp for Browns backers in 2019. So we got to uh, get that and it, just phenomenal. So for Joe Thomas, it's the first Browns player in the new era, the 1999 onward era to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The last Brown inducted was Gene Hickerson, another offensive lineman in 2007, which is Joe Thomas's rookie year. 
So it all sort of ties together. And when you look at Thomas's career to me, again, no doubter, first ballot Hall of Fame, 10-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, first team. Um, and that's why that, when I went off a little bit with the, the Pro Bowl last week with the stupid Tyler Huntley uh, having him there, the Pro Bowl selection means something. It means something. When you go, if you haven't been to Canton to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you see it has stats and it has the amount of Pro Bowls, all pro for all that stuff. It matters. So people say, oh, Pro Bowl doesn't matter. BS, it does matter because they also get quite often in contracts for bonuses, you get paid out for it. But it does matter. So for some scrub like Tyler Huntley to get put in there over, let's even out Jacoby Brissett or Deshaun Watson, who both had bigger numbers, is absolute garbage and devalues what the Pro Bowl means. Joe Thomas, every year he played Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. And he had that consecutive snap streak until he tore his tricep in that game, went down, and that was unfortunately the end of Joe. And for his career, only one winning season, guys. Only one. In 2007, his rookie year, 10-6. and six. That was it. I guess he probably thought, hey, good times are coming, and uh, they just never got it together. 20 different starting quarterbacks. We know that I'm not going to go through the stupid Browns quarterback jersey list. We've all suffered through that, Browns fans. But the fact that he had to survive and block for 20, most of them really bad quarterbacks, is unreal. It's unreal. And one of his best ones probably was in that 2007 year, that Derek Anderson year where he went to the Pro Bowl. Love DA. Oh, that 2007 year was sensational. I love Derek Anderson. That guy was great. Bah, throwing it up, didn't care. There's your true gunslinger guy. And if they, I think if they didn't draft Brady Quinn and they would have given Derek Anderson, uh, not the fans wanted him out, it got messy. If you would have bought in with him with what they had with Braylon Edwards, that combo, Braylon Edwards, remember him? He went to, you could have had the start of a nice build. Romeo Cannell was there. And instead, you know, they all got extensions after that year. And then they all got fired the year after and the roller coaster continued. And Joe Thomas never, Never got back there. Was through the the Owen sixteen season. Was in the one in fifteen season. Went through that one in thirty one. And there's actually a great article up on from our friend of show Tony Grossi on Land on Demand. It's uh, I believe it's usually paid, but I believe this one's free. You can check it out. Um, he goes through a Joe Thomas thing where he was battling some severe like depression issues and all that because the losing just got he wanted to win so bad the losing just got to him week after week and he played every and he was battling through so many injuries really interesting stories there so check that out if you want to learn more on joe thomas but now he's all caught he's buff and i lost all the weight looking good but 20 different quarterbacks and it's a great moment for browns fans because you get another hall of famer in and joe thomas such a class act and entertaining and does a great job in the media now but it also makes me a little sad because you think of it, 2007, when Thomas started, ended 2017, and to this day, you look at it, and it's like, who would another Hall of Famer be? None. None. Like, maybe you could go another offensive lineman, like Alex Mack played a while here, maybe. Uh, Joel Petonio, I think, at some point for a guard, could be. You know, Joel Petonio, maybe. But really, outside of that, I think the the one that is on the roster now that has the best chance if he keeps going is Nick Chubb. Now I think Nick Chubb needs to win a rushing title and have like three more years of between that 1500 and 2000 rushing yards. You do that. I think Nick Chubb could be right in there. And how about at the pro football 
uh, awards or that the NFL awards and honors last night, uh, Jim Brown, right? Our guy, the goat, the goat of goats was, had the rushing award named after him. So that was really, really cool. Great to see Jim Brown there. I got to meet him back uh, in the first year of the Haslam ownership, actually, again, through a Browns backers event. My dad and I got to meet him and gosh, when was that? 2011, maybe I forget. But we got to meet him in person. Just a, a ginormous head. Super soft-spoken, nice guy. But his head was, he was the biggest like physical skull I think I've ever seen in person in my life. But Jim Brown gets that award named after him. So that's really cool. So a nice vintage sort of throwback. Okay, great day for Browns fans to be able to enjoy the Hall of Fame, the Jim Brown honor. But Nick Chubb's got to be the closest. And right now, as we talked about, that Jim Schwartz defense, we're looking at it coming out. We had the great chat. Last week with Dan Toomey from uh, Dynasty Nerds about possible options that the Browns can take in that second and below rounds because they don't have a first and third round pick this year with the Deshaun Watson trade. So we got to figure out that defense. In upcoming episodes and weeks, we'll break down the special teams, the offense. Definitely when the combine gets kicking, we'll do some deep diving into there because you can find some real gems there as we lead up to the NFL free agency. The Browns need to make that splash on defensive tackle. We talked, it has to be done. I'm less concerned about wide receiver. I know we need a field stretcher. That's on the to-do list, but it's down on the to-do list. I, I figure you just need to find an Anthony Schwartz type that can actually catch the ball and maybe doesn't weigh as much as I do. You know, who can take a hit. Come on. Right? So uh, that's on the... But you need defensive tackle, free agency star. You need another defensive tackle starting caliber, probably two free agency. You need to draft another one who can also play in a rotation. Still need the edge rusher. Still need probably another safety and a line, uh, linebacker. A big run stopper. I would just get Reggie Ragland. I would. The guy came in. Got, but he came, He's going to be cheap. Get Reggie Ragland. Sione Taki Taki coming off of ACL. I think you re-sign him on the cheap. You get two guys who know the system a little bit. Big run, bigger guys. And then you get another guy who's, you know, then you have that combination of speed inside but that defense you just have to absolutely tear it down from that front seven cornerbacks are fine safety remains to be seen and the browns are still over the salary cap guys so we're gonna have to be keeping an eye on the restructuring of contracts that's coming like deshaun watson's contract is going to be restructured i'm sure probably miles garrett maybe denzel ward maybe all of them and all that means is it doesn't mean the player loses money it just means they get more of the money faster so they just turn it into a signing bonus, which is why the salary cap is kind of it's kind of an illusion in the NFL. Because like, oh, you're over the salary cap. What do you do? Well, we'll just take part of the contract that is towards the salary cap, take it away, and pay it in a lump sum to the player. So Deshaun Watson could get like $20 million signing bonus. Freeze that up. Boom. And then you're good. Because Deshaun Watson right now has the highest salary cap hit in the entire NFL. It's like 56 mil. Crazy. So they're going to have to be doing something like that uh, with that and doing it real soon. But Joe Thomas, awesome. Hey, if you have a Joe Thomas memory, mine is uh, from, you know, again, getting the uh, autograph there and, and the bobblehead and seeing that ceremony with his consecutive snap streak was pretty cool in person. Um, but that first year in 2007, the first time I went down to a game in Cleveland, um, being able to see him, they beat the Miami Dolphins, and that first year was real special. It's like, oh, that Joe Thomas guy looks really good. And now he's a Hall of Famer, so time goes by super quick. Okay, people, here's what we'll do. We're going to take a, like, a literal like two-second break. You'll see the flash on the screen. We'll come back with Andrew Hustler-Patterson, 
to talk about Super Bowl best bets. I got a couple other ones I want to go to first, though, from our guy at Betfred Sports. Okay, Betfred Sportsbook, people. Let's get it up on the screen, guys. We got in Ohio. If you're in Ohio, you're a Browns fan in Ohio, you know what to do. Or even if you go just step across the border into Ohio, you get the link in the show description here. That's all you do. You get the link, show description, click it, and that gives you the opportunity when you register, make that first deposit, and bet takes two seconds. The customer service, phenomenal. It's quick. You got a problem. They, they actually pick up the phone. Can you believe that? They actually do that. But you pick up, you sign up, register, make that first bet, and you get those big bonuses. And they have rolling ones for the Super Bowl. They get special ones. So check it out. Click the link. See what specials they have. They got big bonus matches. They have boosters, all sorts. And when you do that, you are then automatically entered into winning weekly prizes, such as we get earlier in the year, gave away two tickets to a Bengals-Browns game. We gave away an autographed Nick Chubb jersey. There's stuff coming up each week. Like I know stuff I don't even know about. And all you do is you enter, no charge for it. Just enter, put a deposit in, make that bet. Let me know in the comment section and on social media, what, what's the bet you're going to make? Is it one of those fun props, the Super Bowl ones we talked about, the Rihanna one? Is it the Gatorade? I mentioned the Gatorade one. So check this. Uh, oh, by the way, if you're putting money on the Rihanna the opening song, first song, uh, Don't Stop the Music is the leader in the clubhouse at plus 150 on the Betfred Sportsbook. The least likely one to be the first, oh boy, they could, Rihanna has a lot of songs, is Who's That Chick and Take a Bow. Yeah, Take a Bow wouldn't make much sense. As well as Love on the Brain. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't know too many of these songs. <laughs> but if you are betting, you can bet Don't Stop the Music. Uh, over under set at eight and a half songs plus 150 on the under. I bet you it's probably the over. There's other ones you can pick who's going to be if any friends come on, whatever. Here's the interesting part with the Gatorade. Okay, so get this uh, orange is the favorite at plus 250. So here's a little backstory when the Chiefs last won the Super Bowl, the Gatorade was orange. When the Eagles last won the Super Bowl, it was yellow green. Not surprisingly, those are the top two plus 250 for the orange. Plus 350 pays out for yellow green. But since 2001, here are what the, the uh, Gatorade colors have been. Most common, orange at five. The next most common, none. Also at five. No Gatorade five times. I can't remember off the top of my head when there has been no Gatorade poured on the winning coach. But apparently five times. If that happens, if no Gatorade, no Gatorade poured pays out plus 1600. That's, I might put a couple bucks down on that on Betfred Sportsbook, right? That's happened five times. Blue is next at four. Clear is four. Yellow three. Purple one. Unreal. So there you go. There's a little option. Let me know what bets you're going to make. Who do you like? Joe Thomas memories. What do you think the Browns should be doing in the offseason? Share the link. Click notifications. Subscribe. We all love that, of course. On Twitter, at AndyMC81. Got any betting questions, fantasy questions? Let me know. Uh, at Andy MC Sports on Instagram and the show at Sick Pod Browns. Okay, get some betting tips coming in. Dive deep into the Super Bowl, the Chiefs and the Eagles coming up with Andrew Hustler Patterson next on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. All right, people, let's go. Who's ready to win some money? Who's ready? Let's go. Super Bowl time. Super Bowl. Chiefs, Eagles. Who you got? Who's it going to be? Props, picks, spreads, over-unders, all that good stuff. I go to my guy, 
Okay, and I, everyone's got a guy. I got the guy of guys. I got my guy, the hustler, Andrew Patterson, who's in Las Vegas. Well, in front of Burrowhead. I mean, Arrowhead. Sorry. Sorry, Huss. Burrowhead, uh, my ass, Andy. You know how that ends up. <laughs> That's right. Andrew Patterson, he's uh, been on TSN radio for years. He does a great show, Winnipeg Sports Talk. It's more than just Winnipeg Sports. And one of the best betting minds that I know. So I got to go to the guy. He's a huge Chiefs fan as well. First of all, Hustler, we're both wrestling fans. I had Daddy Magic on the show last week. He's a big Chiefs fan. What did you think of Travis Kelsey with a little bit of, you know, dropping some rock and some wrestling lines? You got to love that. Listen, Andy, I was uh, I was there, as you know, in Kansas yes. City, freezing my ass off at the AFC <laughs> Championship game. Sweated out the most stressful fourth quarter I think I've ever had of my life. And, uh, and then the party was on. But yes, Travis Kelsey channeling a little rock, a little Iron Sheik. Um, you know, it was, uh, it it was amazing. Iron Sheik did tweet out after that, Travis Kelsey, you the real. (laughs) Really? Uh, it was, uh, oh man, it it was amazing. That entire game, that entire day was one that I'll never forget. And yes, I do like to place a lot of wagers. I will though completely admit I am incredibly biased on this game because, um, as you know, I've been a longtime Chiefs fan. This Mahomes era has been absolutely incredible. Um, there's been some some ups and downs over the last couple seasons, but they are back in the big game. I think a lot sooner than a lot of people thought they might be able mm. to, considering the trade of Tyreek Hill, the Mahomes extension coming off the rookie contract. And um, it's been it's been incredible to see the work that Brett Veach has done, what Andy Reid has done with the squad. And I mean, what can you say about Patrick Mahomes? I mean, the second half of that game, dude, no Michael Hardman, no Juju Smith-Schuster, no Kadarius Tony. I mean, one of the guys catching passes in the second half of the AFC championship game had four career catches and 24 career tackles. I mean, you're literally pulling dudes off the special teams and, um, and obviously doing it on the bum leg. I, I love the fact that we've got this extra week. I think it's huge for Kansas city to get Mahomes as healthy as possible, but maybe most importantly, outside of obviously the quarterback, those players I just mentioned, with the exception of Hardman, sound like they're going to be good to go. And Legereus nice. Sneed, too, a huge, huge impact player on the defense that was out after the third play of the game with a concussion. He's been cleared. So Chiefs are getting a little healthier, and uh, we should have a hell of a game because this is one of the great matchups we've had in a long time. And certainly from the bookmaker's perspective, one of the closest Super Bowls handicapping-wise in a long, long time. Well, it's pretty much a pick em. It's one and a half. And I wanted to ask you that. Is this a phantom bum leg for Patrick Mahomes? Because, Huss, look, anybody you talk to, high ankle sprain, six to eight weeks minimum. Minimum. So is are we talking Wolverine-style healing powers here by Mahomes? Or is this... Was this overshot? Like, what, what, what did you, you were at, you were at the game. Is there anything you heard as to how this, this man was able to play at the level he would on that leg? Well, um, I'll be honest. I mean, I think he certainly exceeded my expectations of what he was going to be able to do. And listen, we all had fun. And I mean, I don't want to bring up the playoff game against Cleveland, but anything is possible. Anything is possible. Um, but listen, they're not winning the Super Bowl with Chad Henney. Um, no. It's all about Patrick Mahomes. And, um, you know, I think throughout that week, heading into that game, got a little bit more confidence that he would be able to play. And, I mean, he's such a phenomenal, special athlete. 
um, found a way to max out what he was able to do. Uh, and listen, if there's one guy that maybe doesn't need to have the perfect mechanics of his feet to make a throw, yeah. Mahomes is that guy. And um, he showed it a couple Sundays ago. That being said, um, you know, the hope is that he'll be much closer to 100% than he was in that game against Cincinnati and have his weapons there to give them the best shot of uh, bringing the Lombardi back to KC. Well, the creativity, the improv is what makes Patrick Mahomes. And really, the two greatest weapons on that offense are Travis Kelsey and the creativity of Mahomes to make others great. And, Hus, you mentioned that uh, no-name special team guy scoring a touchdown. This brings me to the prop plays because those anytime touchdown prop, ooh, those can be nice and juicy. And to me, I think you look at it, Kansas City has sort of the biggest smorgasbord of options when it comes to those because you could have – somebody random it could just be a toss-up whatever and we see in super bowls all the time some random little bit right like you know could it could it be a jarek mckinnon anytime touchdown when he's it should be pacheco you know could it be a boston scott anytime td for philly when it should be miles sanders there's so many different options here well there really is um and i'll say this but i got on jarek mckinnon early um he was dropped at about plus 163 i see it's now gone down to plus 150 and to yeah. me, I think McKinnon, Andy, is going to be one of the most important players in this game from a Kansas City perspective. And this is not a slight on Pacheco at all because he had he's had some big runs. I mean, a huge well. one in that Jacksonville game. But the running game overall has not been very productive through these two games for the Chiefs. I mean, they didn't do much on the ground against the Bengals. I think that that needs to be um, considerably better against an Eagles team. That's rush defense was in the bottom third of the league. The thing about McKinnon, though, and why I'll give him the nod as opposed to a Pacheco, I mean, all you need to do is look at, you know, the last half of the season. I mean, he was basically getting in the end zone every week, mm -hmm. usually as a result of a screen pass. The thing about, I mean, it all comes down to opportunity, and many of the same things that we utilize to handicap fantasy football, I think, can go into touchdown props for this game. Yeah. The thing with McKinnon, and you might not think of it looking at him because he's not a particularly huge man, he is far and away the best pass blocker in the Chiefs' backfield. And when you're yeah. thinking about what the Eagles are going to be bringing at Patrick Mahomes, I think that the snap share will be skewed in favor of Jarek McKinnon, especially on passing downs. And you combine that with the ingenuity that Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy have in creating ways to get their playmakers the ball – McKinnon has been a very, very reliable guy for Mahomes. And he's a guy that can make a block and then come, jump out. And all of a sudden, they've got a mismatch. They've got blockers. And he can take it to the house. So I love Jarek McKinnon from a backfield perspective mm -hmm. from, from Kansas City for an anytime touchdown. And then when you look at the uh, uh, when you look at the receivers, um, a couple of those guys that got injured in the game, and Juju Smith-Schuster and Kadarius Toney, I think could be very impactful as long as they are healthy. Now they're apparently practicing this week and I will make these picks based on assuming that they are pretty much good to go. Yeah. To me, Tony is the guy. Tony is such a freak athlete and the way that the chiefs have used him both partly in the running game with screen passes and I mean, throwing it to him deep. I mean, unfortunately it didn't count as a touchdown, but very nearly had the opening touchdown in the AFC championship game. If he's good to go, I will definitely have a sprinkle on him at a pretty good number right now at plus two seventy-five. Um, The other guy 
that I think is intriguing at a long number is Justin Watson. He's oh. a guy that has been out. Um, you know, Mahomes has thrown to him so far. And the bottom line is when you're probably doubling Kelsey and you're worrying about Tony and you're worrying about Juju, someone is going to have a little bit more cushion, if you will. And I think Justin Watson might be that guy. So plus 550 on the Chiefs side, he's another guy that I think might be worth maybe a smaller sprinkle on at a real nice number at five and a half to one. And then from an Eagles side of things, I don't want to consider too much about the Eagles scoring many touchdowns, but I have to give the nod to Dallas Goddard. Um, Goddard is such a reliable tight end. And I do think that the way things will shake out, I think AJ Brown's going to get a ton of attention. I think Devonta Smith will be in that case as well. And I wouldn't at all be surprised if Goddard becomes not only a guy that passes his, reception prop for the game but also may be a guy that hurts looks at when he's going into the end zone um and obviously jalen hurts right now at plus 110 i mean i think if you're gonna bank on anybody from philadelphia getting in hurts would be at the top of the list and uh, exactly and i think from a running perspective we're not entirely sure all the talks about how healthy mahomes is we have not really seen jalen hurts have to do much in these last couple games that he's been playing Um, But the one thing we do know that he's an absolute load to take down and uh, plus 110 on our Hertz touchdown prop, as much as I probably won't want to do it myself, probably some pretty smart money going into the game. I like that Hertz one a lot. Um, Now, what about him a whole, because, and I thought this might happen in the the championship game. It didn't like us that anytime Patrick Mahomes touchdown, just, just to prove, like, I thought maybe, you know, just to prove, just to stick it saying, Hey, how's that ankle? For him, you know, from the five rolls out, calls his own number, design, whatever. A Mahomes anytime touchdown. I put I put five bucks on it last week. Didn't hit. I'm going to do it again this week. I think I think that could make some sense. And I believe that's around what a plus four hundred, plus five hundred payout, isn't it? Yeah, four to one right now. I'm I'm seeing uh, with uh, with the Mahomes touchdown, and it is a. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's an intriguing wager. The the thing I'll say about Mahomes, I mean. Mahomes regularly during the regular season when the Chiefs are globetrotting some of the teams and, you know, the offense is running around, he really doesn't need to run very much. He'll often come under his prop just because there's no need for it. But when the going gets tough in these tight games, this is when we've seen Patrick Mahomes run the football. I mean, I think of that run that he had, one of the best plays in his incredible career against Tennessee a couple years back in the postseason I mean, this is when Mahomes puts it all on the line. And listen, there is no tomorrow after Sunday. It's all about 60 minutes for that Lombardi trophy. So I do actually think that Mahomes will be involved in that. Now, I think it'll be, if Mahomes gets in, it won't be a design play or anything like that. But I think we've just seen him be so talented to make something out of nothing. Um, And I do think there is some pretty good value. And just while we're talking about Mahomes, Let me pull up the player rushing yards because this is interesting. This is a number that has gone up throughout the week. I'm just trying to find Mm. it. I think the Mahomes number originally was in and around 17 or 18. Yeah. And as he has looked more and more healthy, we're seeing that number go up to 20 or in the low 20s right now. So it's quite obvious that there is more confidence that Patrick Mahomes will be running the football. Now, whether you think he's going to run it in himself into the end zone, that's a very different bet. Uh, but there's obviously some more confidence that he will be able to. And this Philly, Philly defense, I guarantee you, is going to put him in some situations where 
if they want to move the chains, he's going to have to pull something out of his bag. And he's always had that club in his bag. Hopefully it's ready to be used on Sunday afternoon in Glendale. Well, that's a, a heck of a defense for uh, for Philly, of course, all the sacks and Chris Jones on the Chiefs side. Now, that being said, Huss, we talk all about the offense and everything. The last four Super Bowls, it's been the under that has hit on the point totals. 50 and a half. I see 50, 50 and a half, depending where you're looking, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm kind of liking the under, and that doesn't mean it's going to be a dog of a game. You can still have, you know, a nice 24, 21 type of game and have it under 50 and a half. Where are you leaning that way? Well, it's funny. I'm looking at 51 right now, and my prediction for the game is Chiefs 27, Eagles 24, which is 51. (laughs) So I'll be honest, of the total right now, and I'm going to have to make a pick in the lock shop for our show on Friday. I I mean, I guess if it gets back down to 50 and a half, I'll probably take the over. Um, But right now, there's I don't really have a strong lean because I think – a, the bookmakers are so damn good. They always seem to be right in that area. Um, I wouldn't at all be surprised if it actually lands on the number right now if you're seeing a 51 at your book. Um, but if it's 50, and this one opened at 49 and a half, remember. So we have seen, right. like this line has not moved, at least where I've been looking at all in the last four or five days. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of public money getting close to the game betting on Mahomes because he's Mahomes and we might get closer to a pick him by game time. However, the total I'm not sure is going back everywhere. It wouldn't be surprised if we end up getting it to 51 and a half, maybe by mm. the time we kick off. So of all the plays I go, I'm sure I'll probably put something on the, the total. And I guess life's too short to bet the under, I think they say. So <laughs> we'll hope for a big game and hope for a lot of points. But I think the bookmakers have it pretty much dead on right now. I'm expecting this game to be right in around that 51 yeah. number that we're seeing hung. That, that feels that feels about right. Now, Huss, before we let you go, do you get in on any of those wild, unpredictable, crazy, you know, non-football profits? We see them all. They're talked about at nauseum, right? How long is the national anthem going to be? The coin toss, the color of the Gatorade. Do you go in on any of those do you put any sort of research on those as a fun player or are you just sticking to the game well in the past i have done extensive research on the length of the national anthem um okay. you know going back testing you know who's ever singing the anthem seeing how long they've gone before traditional anthems certainly i think there'll be some fun rihanna props where it comes to what her first song will be yeah I don't have any big, big leans on that right now. Although, depending on where you go, there's some really fun cross-sport props. Um, oh. Obviously, we do a lot of stuff over at CoolBet. And I'm just looking, like, for instance, Patrick Mahomes' pass attempts at plus 105 versus Celtics' made field goals versus the Grizzlies <laughs> on February 12th. Um, oh, random. They, they've got uh, Exactly. How about this one? Mahomes' touchdown passes... Versus Connor McDavid points on February twelfth versus the Canadians. Um, so I love, I'm I love pick, sports betting so much. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick <laughs> a few fun ones for you Raptor fans. Here's one for you: Ooh. the shortest made field goal in the Super Bowl versus Pascal Siakam points on February twelfth versus the Pistons. And uh, there's an Ovi one in here too. Where's the Ovechkin one? Oh yeah, Devonta Smith receptions. At minus 147 versus Alexander Ovechkin shots on goal February 12th versus the Sharks. So now that's interesting. Uh, 
I'm going to be in Vegas. I'll probably be catching some of those other games a little later on or earlier on in the day. Uh, And I would imagine most of the NHL games will be early games. So to not conflict with the Super Bowl. So we'll have those lines set. We'll have some interesting cross sports props as well. And uh, interesting, you know, the Gatorade, I want to say it was orange the last time the Chiefs won. I looked into this. Yes, it was orange. And I believe when the Eagles won, I think it was yellow. I think if I remember correctly, I could be wrong, but I think it was yellow when the Eagles won and orange when the Chiefs won. Well, and no surprise, orange and green slash yellow lime, both the two favorites right now at two to one. Uh, I might jump in, although I've always thought that clear slash water is under undervalued when it comes to the uh, the Gatorade shower, if you will. Um, and clear water is at 10 to one right now. Ooh. So maybe that's a good value pick for <laughs> the color of the liquid poured on the head coach. Um, but as I said, I'll be pulling I'll be pulling for whatever the hell is poured on Andy Reid's uh, <laughs> head and. Hopefully they'll have a big ass double cheeseburger waiting for him at the presser. If the chiefs can get this done and bring another super bowl back to Kansas city. Love it, brother. Okay. Hey, you mentioned a little bit, tell people where they can find your information because folks I'm telling you, you want to get as, as deep divey as you want in the betting world. This is the guy to watch. What do you got? Yeah. We've got a couple a daily uh, along with Dustin Nielsen, who of course does Dustin, the uh, yeah. TSN morning show in Edmonton and is one of the voices of the Canadian football league on TSN. We do uh, just about daily betting shows, certainly during football season, called The Lock Shop. Follow us on Twitter, at Lock Shop Bets, and uh, head on over to YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel, at Lock Shop Bets, as well. Uh, We'll have two episodes coming out into the weekend, one focusing in on our favorite prop bets for the game, and another one focusing on the game, outright picks, total, and some of the other game props as well. Um, and then listen, when football's done, uh, obviously we bet golf on, uh, on every week, big one too, with the waste management this weekend in Arizona, right before the game, right. we're all over that. You can check that out as well. Um, and then hockey, who knows it's a couple of weeks away and we'll be betting on the XFL too, Andy. So, oh. uh, you know, we've got it all, but yeah, at the yes. at lock shop bets, uh, wherever you're, uh, whatever your favorite socials are. Uh, but check out the YouTube and the content coming out just about on a daily basis. We do four or five episodes a week and uh, lots of fun. Um, and obviously we always welcome uh, feedback, whether it be on Twitter or in the chat when we're doing the shows. XFL, Russian table tennis, whatever's on to bet on, something's happened. Hey, right? that's why yeah. we call it my favorite segment once football's over. It's the wide world of wagering. Oh. Uh, we've got... I'm getting ready for Aussie rules football season. Andy, I'm not sure whether we'll get back into the table tennis. That was the only thing we could bet on for the first few weeks of the pandemic. So, so uh, but I'll tell you what, we'll be on something. But right now, all the focus is on Glendale, Arizona and kickoff on Sunday afternoon. May my Chiefs win, but uh, hopefully we'll just have a great game. I think we're in store for a real treat on Sunday. I think it should be real good. Check if you know what, check out hurling. I don't know if you guys ever done hurling out of Ireland. I don't know if they bet on that. That's like the best sport if you've never seen it. I freaking love hurling. I, I have That's seen it. I, I don't phenomenal. understand a lot about it, but I'll tell you what, if you got we'll a tip on a, on a hurling spot, I got a take. No, I got um, a Cla- I got a County Clare shirt. The McNamara home of the McNamara's. I'll, I'll fill you in. We'll, we'll, 
we'll get there. Don't you worry. Got about it. it. Yeah, and listen. Don't just in addition to uh, in addition to uh, the Lock Shop, uh, our daily show, Winnipeg Sports Talk, um, everywhere, all socials at Sports Talk WPG, and you can follow me on Twitter and on Insta at Hustlerama. Thanks for having me, Andy Mack, and enjoy the uh, enjoy the weekend. Go Chiefs! Oh man, hey, good luck to your Chiefs, Hust. Uh, you know, be good, not too good though. Have some fun in Vegas. We'll talk soon. Yeah, hopefully Monday's a great day, not a day of me whimpering quietly in the corner of a hotel room (laughs) wondering what went wrong on Sunday. (laughs) All right, brother. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for stopping by. All right, there he is, the hustler, Andrew Patterson, Winnipeg Sports Talk, and he listed all where you can find him there as well. Well, That'll do it, folks. Hey, I want to know your Super Bowl prediction. Who you got? Who you got? Chiefs, Eagles, give me score, give me prop. You got a prop you like? Leave it in the comments section. Make sure you follow us. Tweet us at SickPodBrowns, at AndyMC81 on Twitter at AndyMC Sports on Instagram. Leave those messages. Wait, click subscribe, the notifications button. Check in the chat in the show description too. You've got deals at Trophy Smack from our guys for these great wall hangers to rings to championship belts for our buddies at Betfred Sportsbook. Hey, if you're in Ohio, make sure you're clicking there. You're getting those props, those bonuses. Get in on that as well. So much going on. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll talk next week. Go Browns. One way we'll be there. You've been watching the Sick Podcast with Andy Mack. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.